Hey all you live, laugh, murder listeners. My name is Kayla and I am the creator and host of a new podcast called Dark Tales from the Road. We talk about true crime, spooky, creepy, ghost adventures, everything you can imagine, and I'd like to take you state by state and country by country to show you some of the tales that you may not have even heard of. And every week I post new episodes on Wednesdays. So join me on the road as we discover and explore dark tales. You can find my podcast, Dark Tales from the Road, on Instagram and Facebook. I also have a Gmail and a Patreon, all at Dark Tales from the Road. Thank you, Joanna and Carmen, for letting me sneak in to talk to your listeners. Thank you, everyone, so much. Have a great day. I'm Carmen. And I'm Joanna. And this is Live, Laugh, Murder. Don't murder. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder, where I, Carmen, tell my co-host Joanna. Hello. Hello. A story, and she has to to decide what. Whether it is true crime or it is a plot of a movie. I like movies. Me too. And I like true crime cases. I always want them to be movies, and then I get like, ugh. I know. Molly says every time, our friend Molly, I want it to be a movie, but I think it's real. (laughs) Um, Or is it the, and it's usually horror movies, what we try to do around here. So listen as I try to stump Joanna and you guys. Yes. And let us know what you think. I usually get stumped. Usually, yeah. Um, I was, okay, we're recording in the morning and I'm a little tired because I was up till 1 a.m. and I just was like wired. I couldn't Uh, sleep. I hate that. And it's nine now, but I've been up since like seven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And um, I found a controversy I want your opinion on. Eek! Okay, I'm ready. Why do people hate Justin Timberlake? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. This is my 1 a.m. thoughts. (laughs) I've been thinking about this. I was like, I got to talk to Joanna. I knew we were recording. I think they dislike him because of how he's handling the whole Britney Spears thing. I saw a TikTok in my slumber, my lack of slumber, that maybe Britney's not really free. No, because they got married and they're traveling. And I know. Are they? Yeah. People think that her husband is like sketchy. See, I thought so too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think he's just a weirdo. And then and then, um, that they got married. I didn't see the pictures, but supposedly like her kids weren't there and her hair was a mess. And that's, that's enough. Her life is always a mess. <laughs> and her eyeliner is always smudged. Like, have you ever seen her TikTok videos of her dancing? Like, they're just so, like, e- jerky. erratic. Yeah. I know. I mean, I love Britney. I've been a fan. And yes. I'm, my kids, who are 7 and 10, they're like, can we play Britney Spears in the car? Because I've fooled them to think that she's a new artist. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So Classic I, Carmen. <laughs> I put on Amazon Music, rediscover Britney Spears. Yeah. I think when she became free... Um, mm-hmm. people were expecting Justin to be like, reach out to her and be like, I'm so happy for you. And I think that's why people were like publicly. Yes. Like mm. on his, he, he has a TikTok and he has two videos and <clears throat> somebody posted, you need to apologize to Brittany. <laughs> and it got like thousands of likes. Yeah. I saw that and I looked and it wasn't there. I think he deleted it. Got, it. Yeah. He deleted it. Or whoever, like whoever. He had like 12,000 yes. likes. And they got deleted. But people hate him. They say that he ruined Janet Jackson's career. And then he ruined Britney Spears' career. 
And he's just like all cavalier about it. I think he just... And he cheated on Jessica Biel when she was pregnant. I didn't know that. I mean, that's what the TikTok says. (laughs) Listen, I was listening to the radio station this morning and people are using TikTok as like a news platform, which people like don't do that. Yeah. Um, I think he let fame get to his head. Like all like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys are all getting back together. And I think he's like, that chapter's done. Yeah. And like, I mean, respect it. Like if he's done, he's done. We can keep Lance Bass though on TikTok. Heck yeah. I know. We love Lance Bass. It's amazing. I don't know. So do you guys hate Justin Timberlake? Let us know. Yeah. I really want to know. I don't know. And he's just like coming out. They're calling him cringy. Oh, because he's dancing like a dad. Like he's wearing like (laughs) the khakis and the New Balance and like the plaid shirts. Yeah. And he's like, just, I don't know. That was my controversy. Not much. I like it. I like it too. Okay. um, Before we jump in, we live in Florida as our diehard raging (laughs) listeners know. And we like to laugh and highlight the brilliance of our Florida citizens. Yes. They're so amazing. So enter Florida Man. Florida Man story. Here it is. I'm ready, Joanna. Well, this is actually a Florida woman today. Okay. So uh, this is from Claremont. I hope I'm saying that right. I wasn't born and raised in Florida, so I don't know all like You're forgiven. You're forgiven. Uh, Claremont, Florida. New videos show the bizarre arrest of a central Florida woman who was accused of running around outside a Publix. <laughs> Love Publix. Love Publix. Especially their subs. Pub sub. Okay. With a pitchfork. What? A black whip. <laughs> and guess what she was trying to do? What? She was trying to sell teddy bears. Like, what? what's what? more approachable than a woman with a pitchfork and a, wh- a whip? Tra- selling teddy bears? Teddy bears. You're not a... Fucking Girl Scout. Yeah. <laughs> She's not just sitting outside of a, the Maybe table. she was a Girl Scout as a kid and she can't let it go. Uh, All right. Tell me what? Okay. okay. The the incident happened around 2 p.m. at the Publix on North Hancock Road in Claremont. So if you are from Claremont, let us know if you know this. Yes. Uh, dash cam video from a Florida Highway Patrol car shows Lisa Ann Sloan who's 56, oh. pointing a whip at the trooper who had just pulled up to the store. Acor- huh. Yeah, According to the arrest report, a trooper saw Sloan yelling and waving the pitchfork and whipping and whip, sorry, outside the grocery store's main entrance and handcuffed <sighs> her after she refused to stop. Wow. So, yeah. In the news video, I'm sorry, in the new video, after Sloan is put in the back of the trooper's car, she uh-huh. begins to yell, God is great. Oh. Several times. She also reportedly stabbed a man's minivan oh. with a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously oh, causing gosh. damage. The trooper said the woman appeared to be highly intoxicated on some sort of stimulant drug. Was it bath salts? I, no. She would have been eating the faces. <laughs> oh. uh, Sloan reportedly told law enforcement she felt no pain anymore and that God was in control. Wow. Yep. She was taken to the Lake County Jail on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Do you think she made any money <laughs> from her teddy bears? And where are you getting these teddy bears? Like, she looks... How old is she? 56? Yeah. Jeez. I'll send you the story. Jeez. Don't listen. Publix is... Where shopping is a pleasure. A pleasure. Publix. You're, it is a pleasure to shop there. My kids get their free cookies. Uh-huh. I don't want to see a woman with a pitchfork attacking me. No. No, I don't like that at all. Anyway, don't do that. Don't do that, please. Okay. Well, 
Well, I'm ready to just dive right into our story, so let's go. Let's do this. Imagine it's evening, and you are going on a nice after-dinner stroll near your home. Yeah, I do that actually every day. Yes, you do. There are other homes lining the street. Mm -hmm. You smile as you casually see a husband and wife dancing through the window of their home. Imagine the horror when you find out the man is dancing with the body of his wife, which he has had preserved for seven years. What what year is this? Where are we at? Let me introduce you to today's story. Okay, I need more info. (laughs) I want to introduce you to a man named Carl and our time period, which you just asked me. Mm -hmm. When do you think it is? 80s. 1980s? Yeah. We're going to go back farther. Early 19... Early 1900s. I'll get to the exact dates. Okay. Okay. Our location, get this, Florida. Oh, Mm -hmm. love it. Carl has a wife. Now, we're going back. Had. We're going before. We're going back in time. Okay. So I started you there. Now I'm going back. Carl has a wife and two children. In the year 1920, they decide to move to Zephyr Hills. Oh, Zephyr Hills. Yeah, right here in Florida from Austria. Austria. Yes. Like any grand husband, Carl soon after gets hired to work as a radiologic tech in Key West from Zephyr Hills, right? That's a commute. Are they moving? So, well, somebody moved. Somebody has to move. He fucking up and leaves his family and went to Key West. Dick. He left his wife and his children after coming from a whole other country, and he decides to go hang with Jimmy Buffett. And sip on margaritas. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Instead of being a husband and father. <laughs> in the 1920s, I don't think Jimmy Buffett was around. Jimmy Buffett has just spawned always. He's always okay. been around. Okay. So here's Carl hanging out with the Key West people. He's got his toes in the water. Stop right now. And his ass Stop. in the sand. <laughs> Stop. I'm not enjoying you right now. Working at a hospital as a radiologic tech. Not Wait, radio? Radiologic, like a... Uh, Radiology? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a care in the world, apparently, until one day he sees the most amazing woman to ever cross his path. Oh. And it's not his wife. No. Asshole. Carl is working at the hospital one day, and in walks a beautiful Cuban-American woman named Elena. Oh. She is like a gift from heaven for him, according to him, at least. Yeah. Carl stands there and recalls visions as he's watching this beauty come in. Stands there and recalls visions he had as a child. Imagine him standing there in the hospital. Just, I see like wind blowing, doors open. Blonde, beautiful hair. He's daydreaming and remembering that as a boy living in Germany all those years ago, this is what he saw. He saw the great and beautiful Countess Anna Constania von Kossel, a distant relative of his, visit him in his vision, and showed him his true love. What? He was shown a stunning dark-haired beauty who was meant to be his one and only soulmate. (laughs) And lucky for him, here she is, the woman of his dreams, his literal dreams, his visions as a child from his distant relative, Countess Anna Constantia von Kossel, showed him, say that five times fast, and she has walked in the hospital on this day. And Lola's in the background today, so hey, Lola. You're going to hear her harumphing. Sorry, Ralph, if that distracts you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Elena is a 22-year-old Key West native, okay? 
Okay. Because he's in Key West. So she has family and friends in the area, of course. Her family is, her father, I'm sorry, is a local cigar maker, and her mother is what we call now a stay-at-home wife. Okay. A housemaker, a homemaker in those yeah. times. Elena is not a single woman. She is legally married to a man named Louis, who unfortunately and sadly left her after she suffered a miscarriage. Oh. I know. Her husband was not involved for the rest of Elena's life. Ew. Well, on this particular day, the day of just glory for Carl, Elena has fallen ill. She is sick and needs to go to the hospital, hence her walking into the hospital. okay. And that is what brings her to bless Carl with her presence. Mm Mm-hmm. Carl, who's in his 50s at this point. Ew. She's 22. Ugh. (laughs) So on this day, Carl treats Elena to her detriment and his being that he has just met the most amazing person, Elena is diagnosed with tuberculosis. Oh, TB. That's why she was sick. At this time, it was a deadly disease to have. Yeah. Carl's not having it. This is his woman, and he cannot let her die. Damn it. He decides that's it. He's met his angel. He's going to save her life. Okay. Okay. Good good for you, Carl. Later, Elena is sent home to rest and try and recover. Mm -hmm. Carl so kindly inserts himself into her family. Imagine him showing up, like, at their door ready to help. He tells the family that it's his mission to save young Elena's life. So they let him in the home and agree. He offers to pay for things, medical care, everything. Okay. Okay. Over time, Carl tries many medicines, and I love this word, elixirs, <laughs> and tonics to revive poor, sick Elena. Like vodka tonic? I wish it was vodka and tonic, but I don't think that's what we mean here. He also brings into the home x-ray equipment and electrical equipment. That can't seem illegal. All, <laughs> all things. Legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All trying to save her. That's all he wants to do is save her life. Now, is she feeling the same way, do you think? What do you think? She's dying of TB. I mean, is he a good looking 22 guy? 22 years old. He's in his 50s. Well, 50-year-old men can be good looking. Silver fox. Yellow. He's not a silver fox. Okay. He's silver, but he ain't no fox. Okay. All right. So anything he can, he's trying to save her. Not only that, but he starts to bring her gifts and presents. And finally, the day comes where he reveals his love for her. He declares, in fact, te quiero mi amor. <laughs> Why is he speaking Spanish? She's she's Cuban American. Okay, he didn't say that. He's from Germany, so it's more like a plain "I love you," but in a German accent. I love you. Very I don't know. angry. That's the- <laughs> Stop growling. I don't. The German language is really cool, but it's like very like aggressive. <clears throat> yeah, Elena does not respond with the same affection. To answer your question, okay, toward him, this does not stop him though. Nothing is deterring this man's love. Oh. He's obsessed yeah okay sadly elena does not survive her sickness oh carl's efforts were fruitless she died of tuberculosis in uh the early 1900s okay his medical efforts could not save her and his love could not save her either carl is heartbroken he can't believe it and he refuses actually no this is not happening now the time has come to place her body in a cemetery Carl can't stand to see her with a basic headstone. So he pays for Elena to be laid to rest in a stone mausoleum. Okay. And her family agreed. Sure. Like, yeah, okay, go away. He's paying for it. He's paying for it, right? He hires a mortician to prepare her body, and she is laid to rest and locked in the mausoleum. Is that the end? No. He has a key. He has a key. For the next two years, Carl visits Elena's grave nearly every single night. Dang, Obsessed. Yes. Until eventually he ends up losing his job. I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it. But we're now in the year in the early 1930s. Okay. Okay. 
springtime in Key West. All right. Placing you there. Carl is now unemployed and does not have to wait for evenings to visit with the love anymore, with his love anymore. He now decides it is time for Elena to come home with him. Oh. (laughs) What what about his wife and two kids, though? Oh, they gone. Oh, he forgot about them. Oh. Yeah, he up and left. Mm -mm. Well, why wouldn't they move with him? He left them. Oh. He left them. Okay. And I mean, he's going to Key West. He wants margaritas. (laughs) Maybe his original wife didn't like margaritas. So it's time for Elena to come home with him. Using the secret key that Uh he has that you called out, Joanna, he decides that he's going to get Elena's body and take her to her real final resting place. (sighs) Carl sneaks into the cemetery, unlocks the mausoleum, and steals Elena's body. Okay. Loads her into a toy wagon. What? (laughs) And under moonlight, brings her corpse to his home. Um, okay. (laughs) Like, nobody saw. And how far away is this walk? You have so many questions of specific details that I don't know. Bodies. In the toy wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't we just talking about... Oh, my gosh, your story. Yes. Transporting a dead body in a sled, a toy wagon, whatever. Carl did all this, of course, because Elena's spirit asked him to bring her home. Yeah, of course. She came to him and said, I want to live with you. Te quiero, mi amor. Stop. Bring me home. (laughs) Uh, Side note, I don't speak fluent Spanish, even though my name is Carmen and my ancestors are all from Puerto Rico. My grandparents are all from Puerto Rico. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and my, yeah, my mom, it's my mom's fault. She didn't speak Spanish to me in the home, so yo sé un poquito español. And that's about it. (laughs) Anyway, back to our story. Elena's spirit said, come, bring me home. I want to come with you, according to him. All those nights sitting on the mausoleum for two years, her spirit would come and serenade him with Spanish songs. She would ask him to take her home with him. Is he on some sort of drug? I would hope. But sadly, not that I know of. Being that Carl has a medical background, he has some tricks up his sleeve with to, you know, what to do with her body. He decides to use his medical background, coupled with a little <laughs> DIY, oh, <gosh. laughs> and preserve his beautiful woman's dead, decayed corpse. That's so, how long? Two years? Two years. Two fucking That's disgusting. years. disgusting. He begins with her face because obviously he needs to look at look at her. Yeah. And um, when he speaks to her and when they communicate, he needs to be able to see her beautiful face. Mm-hmm. So he uses plaster of Paris to recreate her skin. What? You know, like when we were kids in school and you blew up a balloon and you put that newspaper around the balloon with that like liquid clay stuff. Was that plaster of Paris? I And then you pop the balloon and you have paper a Paper mache. No. <laughs> It's plaster of Paris. It's a lot harder. It's like what you make dolls stuff out of. All right. So not paper mache. He used plaster of Paris. It's something that's very common. Hold on. It's a building material used for the protective or decorative coating of walls and ceilings. So it's very tough. It's like a like a clay type thing. Oh. And then when it hardens, it's very hard. Is it go go on clear? No. Well, then her face is going to be white. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I lost my place. Okay. Sorry. He uses plaster of Paris to recreate her skin. Carl then purchases glass eyes what? to insert into her eye sockets. Being that she'd been dead two years, Carl realizes her skeleton needs to be kept intact. 
<laughs> what do you think he uses, Joanna? For what? To keep her skeleton intact. More plaster apart. of Paris. I don't know. Oh, her like her skeleton uh-huh. her insides. Staples, nails. He uses uh, piano wires to tie her bones together and make sure they don't fall apart. Oh, that face. But how do you, like, is it, it's got to be on the outs. Okay. I mean, you're trying. Is her mm. body already, like, it's got to be. It's decomposed, yeah. It's, it's, mm. As time goes on, Carl continues to try and keep Elena looking as lifelike as possible. Well, she needs a body, doesn't she? Outside of her skeleton, you know? Yes. What would you guess that he uses to... Uh, keep her body together. Well, we're in the 1920s. 30s, but yeah. 30s. Plastic bags. (laughs) Carl stuffs Maria's torso with rags, hoping that this will create a bodily form. Being that her hair was attached when she died, and he had some of her hair, he maintains that same hair and attaches it to her skull. Chef's kiss. Magnificent. Magnifique. No. I can't imagine that her body smells great. At this time. And according to Carl, it doesn't. Well, so, but don't they take all, like, the insides out, though, right? At this time, did did they? I don't know. You know, maybe they took out her organs, but did they use embalming fluid? I would have, I don't know. That's disgusting. I need my autopsy text to, to uh, phone in, call the line. Anyway, in attempts to keep her scent as angelic as she is. He uses perfumes, disinfectants, flowers to keep the rotting odor away. That's not all. He also attempts using preserving agents on her body. This man is trying to hold on as long as possible. Yeah. Why, though? Like, how long did they know each other before she died? Not very long. I told you. That was about it. He met her when she was came in ill and was with her till the end. I'll tell you. This is a true testament to if a man wanted to, he would. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the book. <laughs> this man is going above and beyond. And our listeners, you better not settle for anything less. No. This is, this is it. <laughs> this is not it. But, you know, we I can feel pretend. Like she would, well, I guess if she's coming to visit him in his sleep and... And Yeah, and he had delusions as a child. I'm sorry, visions. And to keep her face looking lovely, Carl applies mortician's wax to it regularly. Mortician's wax. Mm -hmm. When you whisper, you know, you can't really hear. Mortician's wax. After all of this is complete, he's ready to continue living his life with his love. He dresses her in a dress with gloves because classy. He adorns her with jewelry. He keeps her looking lovely, and he lays her in his bed. Oh, oh! For seven years, Carmen. Carl lives with Elena's body like this. Seven years. Seven years. I bet you're wondering if anyone in this Key West is tiny, tiny town. Do you think his neighbors have picked up on any of this bullshit? No. I mean, if he's a private person, I wouldn't be inviting anybody in my house. No, seriously. <clears throat> Key West is teeny tiny. The neighbors, hmm, they pretty much saw Carl as like a recluse. Recluse? Recluse. Always to himself. However, local shop owners picked up on, are picking up on his proclivity toward purchasing women's clothing and perfumes. <laughs> Sorry, I spit on you. <laughs> I know. I, I had to channel Moira Rose with the word proclivity. <laughs> yes. Um, he... At this time, the 1930s, that's considered very odd. He's a doctor, or not a doctor. He wants probably wants to be a doctor. Works at the hospital. He's buying women's clothes, perfumes, but he has no woman living with him. They don't see a woman. They don't see a wife. He so wants to, to be transgender. They start. I know. They start 
gossiping or oh, about Oh, naturally. Me. Rumors are starting to spread. And that scene I mentioned at the start of my story happens at this time. But her body's got to be like... <clears throat> Limp? Yeah. I know. I would think that too. So him, the scene I started with, remind me what it was. How did we start our story? You're walking couple down the street. walking down the street, look in the window and see a couple dancing together. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, it was actually a young boy walking down the street, oh. look through the window. I didn't clarify, didn't but that's okay. That. And sees Carl dancing with uh, what he recalls as a doll. Well, a yeah. human-sized doll, this little boy says this. Limp. In time, news of Carl's strange behavior reaches back to Elena's family. They catch wind, like, what the what the hell is going on? Like, something's weird here. Yeah. They're starting to wonder, what is up with this man who was obsessed with their beloved long-lost family member? And of course, as in many small towns, rumors spread wildly that he is sleeping with Elena's body in his bed. That just... You've got to be mentally ill. Mentally gone. So Elena's sister, Florinda, makes the daring decision to show up at Carl's house one day like a bad bitch. Yeah. Busts in and says, Carl, what the fuck? Oh. (laughs) Did she really say that? No. And I quote. And I quote, Carl, what the fuck? And uh, no. But she's concerned. And when she enters the home, she realizes there's a life-size doll of my sister here. It's not a doll. No. But it freaks her out enough to call the police and have them come. Authorities come investigate and they find out this is not a doll. This is her actual body. So where where was she when she came in? So it could be either in the bedroom, in the living room. She was there. Okay. This is Florinda Saw. Florinda. Carl immediately arrested for grave robbing. Yeah. What else what else are you gonna get him for? I mean Grave robbing. Yeah. Later, it is decided that an autopsy needs to be performed on the body to see what Dr. Frankenstein, a.k.a. (laughs) Carl, has done here. Along with everything I mentioned before, it is found. (laughs) Bear with me on this one. I won't touch you. Please don't. A paper tube has been inserted between the corpse's legs to create a makeshift vagina. Thoughts? (laughs) Well... That's the a paper tube. How okay? I, I, know, I do I, have a lot of questions. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's appropriate. Carl swears up and down that he never performed necrophilia on Elena's body. That's disgusting. He says absolutely not, but I don't believe it. No. Why would the tube be there? Test the tube. T- test. Ew. Ew. <laughs> test the tube. Oh my god. Sorry. Oh, I'm just. I every time I think it, I get upset for thinking about this. This this just oh. this is disgusting. Okay, I don't believe him, Carl. Whatever. While he's in custody, a psychiatric a psychiatric Say one more time one more time a psychiatric study is done on him. Yeah. Can he stand trial? Is he fit, Carl? Uh-huh. Is he a nut job? Yes. Did he know what he was doing? Yes. Carl, having been rumored to say that he believed he planned to eventually fly high into the stratosphere so that radiation from the universe could penetrate her tissues and restore her back to life. Oh, sure. After seven years. Naturally. After all of this, he is found competent to stand trial. Okay. He knew what he was doing. He was functioning in society. In the end, it is realized, and get this, the statute of limitations had run out for grave robbing, so he's released. What's the limitation? Five years? I tried looking up and I can't find it. Because is grave robbing still a thing? Do people still do that? Yeah, it's still a thing. And then it was a thing too. So it had been now at this point nine years since she died. What did you Google? 
the statute of limitations on grave robbing. Nothing popped up. I'm Not that Google I could it. find. After we're done with this, I'll Google it. Um, he was free to walk out and head back home. So what happened to Elena's body after this is quite unsettling. What do you think happened to her body with that with that little preface I gave you? I mean, would you take all that stuff off and put on a grave? Like would the you? The family has to have... I mean, how terrible for that family. Like, you had the closure. Terrible for the family. Um... I would say, I mean, because they never were, he's not legally bound to her. Right. They never got married. She was already married to someone who left her. Poor thing. She probably was back with the, her family and they buried her. Well, poor Elena, after all she's been through, dying a horrific death of tuberculosis. Yeah. Then being removed from her final resting place to have her dead body mutilated and fucked with and probably fucked for seven years is then put on Come display. On. Come on. <laughs> is put on display at a local funeral home. Her body is put on display. Nearly 7,000 people come to see her body. It is like a spectacle that this, this whole thing. Eventually, it is decided eventually after 7,000 people came to give her a proper burial. Yes. And it was... Why would you want to have a shrine? When I was in St. Augustine, I did one of those ghost tours. Yeah. And we went by an old funeral home. And it was stated that you would prop bodies up and display them for days before they were, you know, put to rest. But this is Why? like reverse. I don't. I mean, there's many reasons just to see the dead. This has been a thing for so long. And I'm... We still do it now when someone dies. Who? You. Me. The society. We oh. go to see. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. It's still a thing. And it's just. But they're making this sitting is... up. Like, that's weird. If I walked into a funeral home and they were sitting up in a chair with like, you know, no, a, they, a yeah. wine glass in their hand. Oh, if, if I. Oh, you're giving me ideas to put in my, <laughs> in my last wishes. So they displayed her body. Nearly 7,000 people came through tiny Key West. Yeah. To see her body. All right. So it is decided she deserves a proper bur- proper burial in an unmarked grave in a Key West cemetery. Why unmarked? Why? Fucking Carl. We what know if who they, it is. If he knows where she is, he's probably going to take her again. Oh, uh, makes sense. Well, how, how old is he at this time, you said? Uh, they met when he was in his mid-50s. Okay. So 60s, 70s. Old as shit. No offense. Oh. Remember when we were young and I thought 30 was old? Oh, uh, my 60-year-old self is going to hate me right now. Carl, on the other hand, is, uh, during his trial, has a lot of supporters. People felt sorry for him, and he is seen as a hopeless romantic. Oh. To me, he's hopeless. He's yeah. not a romantic. <laughs> so after all of this, this whole spectacle, after all this, where do you think Carl decides to go? Well, he's not... I thought he, after the trial? Yeah, he's released. Do you think he stays in Key West? He goes to Zephyr Hills to see his ex-wife. <laughs> after this tragic event, he goes back to the town where he left his wife and children. Oh, I guess Yes, you did. <laughs> um, all those years ago, he writes an autobiography. And in the last years of his life, his wife, Doris, takes care of him. Ew. After all that time. After all that. This is not the end, though. I have one more little twist for you. Okay. Of course, Carl doesn't stop here. It can't be over. He can't let Elena go. Okay. He can't go on without her. So he fashions a death mask. Uh, what? Which, if you don't know, is like a likeness of someone's face and or body made, which could be made 
may or may not, with impressions of the actual person's face into this death mask. He lives with this life-size death mask for the rest of his life. Where does he keep it? He eventually dies in his home, and his body is found three weeks after his passing. His dead body found in the arms of his beloved Elena's life-size doll. And our story comes to a close. Wait, say, wait, what? What? <laughs> he eventually dies in his home. He wasn't living with Doris, but she was oh. helping him out. Okay. And his, his body's found three weeks after his passing. Okay. His dead body was found in the arms of his beloved Elena life-size doll. So he went and got her, propped her up? He recreated oh, her. Okay. The death oh, okay. Oh, the doll, the actual doll. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how he's found dead holding Elena. Pretty cool. (laughs) Is it it true crime? And I have a lot more to tell you either way. Or is it the plot of a horror movie, Jojo? Dang. Not to be confused with Siwa. (laughs) I'm the original. (laughs) The OG Jojo. Oh, this is tough. Like our friend Molly, I always want it to be a movie so I can watch it. (laughs) Um yikes yikes is right because it's like who comes up with these things like even if it was a movie like how would mm-hmm. you get so twisted and be like let's do this i know it's like too crazy what what is the phrase you can't make this stuff up yeah but then i mean our florida man stories you can't make that shit yeah, up but it is i'm gonna I mean, yield a real. pitchfork and sell teddy bears and think that everything's gonna be gucci oh she had a whip too don't forget the whip well, when you got when you got uh, volunteer hours in the morning and S and M at night, <laughs> <laughs> you just combine the two. Combine the two. Okay, uh, what is it? A movie. I wish it was a movie. Damn it! This is facts. This really happened. Don't start raging, please. I was going to. Slamming things down. <laughs> This is Sorry, the story. Molly. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. Our true crime community, I'm sure you have picked up on it if you listen to a lot of podcasts and do your own research of Carl Tanzler. Carl Tanzler. What are you looking Statue at? Statue of limitation for... Grave robbing. No, I'm going to show you, Joanna, before I tell you the rest of our story. Oh, statute. It's statute. Yes. Oh, was I saying statue? Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to show you before I finish. Tanzler. What Carl looks like, and then I'm going to show you what Elena's body looks like, look like. Okay? That's Carl. When he died. Eventually, yeah. Or this was in his... This is when he was an adult, you know, 1942, so this is after he met Elena. You think his two kids are still alive? That's a good question that I have not looked up, looked into. This is... um, Okay, so that's 1942. I'm going to post this on our Instagram, and then I'm going to show you (laughs) Elena's body. All right, I'm going to show you her before when she was alive. Tell me, describe to our listeners what you think she looks like. Like your typical 40s, oh, you said 40s, 30s? 20s, 30s, yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's just like, she got the little headband with her flower, the beautiful jewelry. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous, right? Yes. Beautiful woman. Um, Now I'm going to show you what he did to her. (sighs) Describe, please, what you see. I don't want to be insensitive, but it's like a Michael Jackson type thing. Uh, it yeah, you yes, know? you're right. Where like she looks so beautiful, and like he got so many surgeries and too many surgeries. Yeah. The eyebrows look painted on. She had bad microblading done, <laughs> and clearly those eyebrows were like permanent marker. Her nose is all crooked. Uh huh. Oh, and it's just it's sad. Hair. Oh, it's it's difficult to to look at to know that this is the real person. 
It's oh, it's just it's hard. All right, you ready for the rest? Yeah. All right, let me tell you the other details. Carl Tanzler was born February eighth, eighteen seventy seven, and died July third, nineteen fifty two. He lived a long time. He worked at the U.S. I, just, I was looking at the dates. Oh, there you go. He worked at the U.S. Marine Hospital under the name Car- Count Carl von Kossel. Oh, that's a very German name. Around, yeah, um, around, yep. And then he's changed his name when he was here. Around the year 1920, while in Germany, is when Carl married Doris Schaefer. They did go on to have two children, as I mentioned, named Aisha and Clarista. Interesting names. Beautiful names. For that time. I, yeah, yes. Yeah. I actually heard um, a couple things about the names and the time period and where they were getting their names from with arts and music at the time, and it's very beautiful. Yeah. Clarissa, unfortunately, passed away at 10 years old from diphtheria. Oh. I just asked if they were still alive. And I know. Like, no. I forgot, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry. But what did she die of? Diphtheria. Okay. Okay. Um, it was 1926 when Carl decided to leave Germany and travel to our side of the world, landing in Zephyr Hills, as I mentioned. However... He didn't stay long. He mm-hmm. went to Key West. Elena Milagro de Hoyos, born July 31st, 1909, and died October 25th, 1931. Wow, she was young. Yeah. It was 1940 once her body was discovered in his home. Okay. The funeral home I mentioned where the body was put on public display was at the Dean Lopez Funeral Home. I looked it up. It still stands. What? And Go ahead. Why? How long was she on display? Display for? I don't know exactly how long, but enough time to where like six thousand eight hundred people could come. Well, because they probably heard the story. Exactly. When the story came out, it was sensational. Newspapers all over reported on it, and Carl was seen as an eccentric, hopeless romantic. Insert vomit emoji. Yeah. Disgusting. About his death, it's the way that I told you how Elena was found. The the uh, doll of Elena. It's rumored. That they were found that way. Mm-hmm. I added it for dramatic flair. Thank you. It is not proven, okay? Or at least not, no one's admitted it. Um, to my knowledge, it's not proven as fact. It's also rumored, get this, that it was not in fact a doll that he had at the end. And you kind of said something about it, but that he somehow managed to get her body back and that's what he lived with for the rest of his life. How? You know, you it's who you know. Yeah. Again, this is all speculation. And because we like a good conspiracy, there's one more. There's a conspiracy, again, allegedly, that Carl himself poisoned Elena and killed her. Oh! <laughs> Jaw to the floor. Again, all rumors, speculation, but it's interesting nevertheless to investigate. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, he wrote an autobiography. Yes. This is the quote allegedly found on a note left by him, okay? Not when he died, but supposedly this note was found in his possessions. Quote, she died because I gave this to her mercifully. I mixed the root of wolfsbane with asinite, diluted. It was palatable, and my loved one departed this miserable world on October 25th, 1931. Suffer no more, sweet Elena. I have sent you to the angels with my golden elixir. I was going to say the elixir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because of that quote in the supposed note is why people think he killed her. Some people, it's rumored. Yeah, because I feel, I mean, you can go after him for murder, murder. There's no statute of limitations. Oh, statute. And that is our story of Carl Tanzler. Mm. That was good. Was he a lovesick man who couldn't stand to lose his love? Or was he an absolute batshit crazy person who suffered to his delusions? You decide. Yeah. What do you think? You decide. I don't know. I think that, no, I do know. Sorry. 
I think that he was delusional. Mm-hmm. As all men are. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, <laughs> nudge. He was not well. He was not well. And it's sad that he did all of that. But it's really, really scary. Yeah. Well, Could you imagine, like, your dead bodies just being used for that? No. So I'm going to be cremated. I told Jake I want to be cremated. I want to be cremated, too. I want to be... I want a tree to grow out of my my ashes. <laughs> Plant a tree. <laughs> oh, gosh. Your ass, ass cheeks. <laughs> I want a tree to grow out of my ass. <laughs> oh, good times. Okay. What? Your cuss count's not bad. What? 18. 18? And I drew some little shapes at the bottom. What's my average? Uh, I don't know. Oh. A lot. Figure it out. I, I, I had to literally go back and listen to every single podcast. Yeah, you you should. Um, We've had requests for you to do another story. <gasps> oh, really? So are you going to do one? Yes. In the future? Yes. Don't wait till next year. <laughs> I know. People text us. I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. Yeah, seriously. You In did great. In a year. No, that was – this was a crazy story. I loved researching it as um, upsetting as it was. I loved writing it. I loved telling it. Good. It was wild. Yay. All right. Well – on that note, thank you for listening. Yes. Where can they find us, Joanna? Uh, at on Spotify. Yes. On Apple. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast. But that's not what I was going to say. How can you? Where can they? Where can? Wow. Where can <laughs> our I, listeners reach out to us if they would like to? Oh, Live Laugh Murder Podcast, which is on Instagram. There you go. Live Laugh Murder Pod at Gmail dot com. Yes, not AOL. You have AOL. <laughs> I outed you. Yeah, you did. She still has dial-up. Bad. I don't have dial-up. <laughs> Whatever. She still chats. I still... I am. ASL. ASL. <laughs> AFK. Um What's AFK? Away from keyboard. Oh. <laughs> Girl. Listen. I don't know a lot, but I know this. Remember to live, laugh, and never murder. That's all I know in this life. Anyways. Okay. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.